Seltzer Kings Podcasts. Hey, are you into werewolves, mad sciences, and a little bit of witchcraft? Then stay tuned for an all-new episode of Watch Corner. We're riding this train straight into the sun. Woo! Tune in to a classic episode of Watts Corner on the Seltzer Kings Network. Available on all podcast platforms. Hello and welcome to the podcast that asks a simple question. When you bought your kid that semi-auto with the flash suppressor and the high-capacity mag, what the hell were you thinking? This is the Saturday, June 20th, 2015. Is that a Colt Python in your pocket, or are you just happy to see me edition of the show? Talking about putting a pistol in every pocket. Stay tuned. The What the Hell Were You Thinking podcast is brought to you in part by Gun Nuts. Gun Nuts, huge dangly balls for your automatic weapon. Gun Nuts, big black balls on a long, hard, oily barrel. It makes you feel like a man deep inside you. Wait, I I think I read that copy wrong. If you would like to sponsor the show, sit down, stroke your barrel, oil that thing up. No one likes a rusty barrel. And stroking your barrel would be a far more productive use of your time. Maybe it was a coincidence, right? Now, please understand that I understand that Australia and America are two vastly different cultures with different people, right? I get it. In Australia, we had the biggest massacre on earth, and the Australian government went, that's it, no more guns! And we all went, and we all went, yeah, right then, that seems fair enough. Now, in America, you have the Sandy Hook massacre where little tiny children died and your government went, maybe we'll get rid of the big guns? (laughs) And 50% of you went, fuck you, don't take my guns! (laughs) So here's, here's where it gets confusing, right? Now, as I said, I'm all for your Second Amendment rights. I think you should be able to have guns, it's in your constitution. What I am not for is bullshit arguments and lies. There is one argument and one argument alone for having a gun, and this is the argument. Fuck off, I like guns. (laughs) It's not the best argument, but it's all you've got. (laughs) And there's nothing wrong with it, there's nothing- This is a tough week. I mean, I was so looking forward to doing a show about Trump. I had most of it written when some inbred redneck walked into a church in South Carolina and killed nine black people because he wanted to start a race war. And I don't care who you are, you can't be funny or really insightfully sarcastic when there's a horror like this. I thought about trying to do a serious show, but then I saw The Daily Show and realized that I couldn't even come within 1% of what Jon Stewart did. (laughs) Like I could ever do that about anything. And I realized I had nothing. I had nothing for this week. I mean, this is a horrible thing. It's not funny. There's nothing that can make it funny. There's nothing that I could even rant about that wasn't already being said by people a lot smarter than me. And then this morning, I got up, had my coffee, read the news, and I was ever so thankful. A guy in Texas, of course he's in Texas, named Charles L. Cotton. 
and this is from the Washington Post. Charles L. Cotton is a National Rifle Association board member who also runs TexasCHLForum.com, an online discussion forum about guns and gun rights in Texas, and beyond. In a discussion thread yesterday, which has since been deleted, a commoner noted that one of the nine people slain in, a Char- in the Charleston church, Clementa C. Pinkley, was a pastor and a state legislature in Cal- South Carolina. Cotton responded, and this is a quote, and he voted against the concealed carry. Eight of his church members who might be alive if he had expressly allowed members of his to carry handguns in church are dead. Innocent people died because of his political position on the issue. What the hell did you just say? Wow. I mean, is there ever a situation so bad, so fucked up, that a comment from some jack-off in the NRA can't make infinitely worse. It doesn't matter how high the body count, how horrible the crime, or how young the victims, someone will say something so hideous that in a decently run universe, we would brick their yap hole shut and shove them off the deck of a fishing boat in the Marianas Trench. Free speech is a double-edged sword, I get that, and Charles L. Cotton has every right to say something so profoundly heartless and supremely idiotic, and we should also have the right to line up and take turns nut-punching him from now until next week. I mean, when one of these things happens, and the left makes even the slightest inference after the latest act of hideous gun violence, that maybe, just maybe, we might want to sort of, kinda, perhaps, begin to ponder this very slight modifying of our views on the idea of gun control. The right stands up and starts screaming over politicizing a tragedy. Meanwhile, over in Derpville, Texas, Cooter stands up and accuses the murdered victim of collaborating with his murderer for not allowing people to pack heat in a church, or the elementary school, or the movie theater, or the daycare, or the swimming pool full of nuns. It doesn't matter. The answer is always, well, hey, if you'd have had the gun, you might not be dead now. The Gunnerati seem to live in this perpetual motion machine of more guns, more guns, more guns, more guns, as though there was some sort of gun event horizon where all crime would magically stop if we were to just cross it. And I'm not sure where that mystical threshold is, but I think it might begin in Mogadishu, Somalia, a place where infants leave the womb with a tiny AK-47 in their fist, and toddlers watch My Little Warlords on the country's one and only television set. And it's not entirely the NRA's fault. Though they mass-produce stupid in the same way we used to manufacture products before we outsourced that to everyone else in the world. Fortunately for us, we still corner the market on morons, and that export we send to every place on the planet in the form of our mass media. No one can touch us there, not even India, but if you've ever watched a Bollywood production, you know they are starting to nip at our heels. In 90% of American movies and television, you see exactly what this mythical gun event horizon might look like. I know what you're thinking. Did he fire six shots or only five? Well, to tell you the truth in all this excitement, I've kind of lost track myself. But Ian, this is a 44 Magnum, the most powerful handgun in the world, and would blow your head clean off. You've got to ask yourself one question. Do I feel lucky? Well, do you, punk? Every character in Hollywood has a gun. 
This huge, gleaming chunk of metal tucked in the waistband of their pricey blue jeans or snug in their designer purse. And whenever the bad guy shows up, they are all, excuse me, while I whip this out and start to blast away. The mythology of America is a good guy with a gun saving the day. So it's hard to blame the slow, simple folk who believe in the NRA's rhetoric when they've grown up seeing that every second of their lives. And look, look, I'm not really any different. Deep down inside, I honestly believe that when the zombie apocalypse starts, I won't be the nerdy guy with the mullet. Why the hair? That's classified. No, no, no. In my mind, I'm the beefy ginger with the cool mustache, like an erotic G.I. Joe, all sweaty muscles and gun oil, blasting Zed heads holding my M16 in one hand and a scantily clad woman in the other. But the reality of it is I would be screaming as I wildly urinated and defecated all over the place, trying desperately to grab the charging handle while sprinting full speed in the opposite direction, hoping the smell of my cowardly eliminations threw the walkers off my trail. Oh, and the woman? Oh, fuck that. I left her behind at the first sight of the undead. I want to live! And this is the thing, as I was actually trained to use a weapon in something sort of kind of like combat. I wouldn't put myself in the same camp as an infantry soldier, but I did spend ten years carrying a gun as a police officer. If I would lose my shit in a real shooting, what the fuck is Jim Bob Earl Ray, whose only experience under fire is that time Cousin Earl Ray Jim Bob put those firecrackers down his crotch when they were both drunk? Hollywood and the NRA perpetuate the utter bullshit that someone who bought a gun because Obama was going to take them away after he got elected and then strapped it on and swaggered into the Dixie Mart for a case of Coors and a pack of Marlboros is going to John Wayne that shit when a meth head pulls a twenty-two out and waves it around demanding that Jamesh give him the $32.50 in the till. Trust me, you won't. You will do what everyone does the first time they have a gun pulled on them. You will piss your pants and cower on the floor because that's what a smart monkey does, hoping the tweaked-out cheetah eats Mooga instead of you. It's biology, baby. Guns are like any other tool. You need to practice with them before you use them. Think about the last time you tried to hammer a nail in the wall to hang a picture frame. How many times did you hit your fucking finger? Right. Worst case scenario using the hammer, you get a black and blue thumb. Worst case scenario with a gun, well, you being you, probably shoot your dick off because you've got that shit wedged down the front of your crotch because you saw somebody on Walker, Texas Ranger do it like that once. I mean, in the best case scenario in this situation, you whip it out, accidentally shoot the ceiling, and the meth head runs off. And you probably still get sued by the Dixie Mart for putting a hole in their ceiling because this is America, and fuck you, we're going to sue you no matter what. I mean, you really have to ask... Do you want to live in a country where everyone is strapped all the time? Where your kid's preschool teacher wears a Desert Eagle 50 caliber semi-auto? Is that the sort of thing that inspires you? Do you want to live in a country where you have to yell out, Kids, get your Bibles, get your Jesus love you six hours and get in the car, we're going to be late for church. When you go to hug your mom, do you want to feel her peace? To me, that just seems creepy. And I am not 
being anti-gun here. I grew up with guns. I spent years carrying a gun. I owned guns for a large part of my adult life. I see it from the practical. I'm a responsible, law-abiding citizen who exercises common sense and reasonable precautions around firearms. And the, dude, this makes my dick look huge when I'm wearing it. Trust me, that's a thing. Even women feel it. I know, I've heard them saying it. So I'm not saying we should be outlawing guns. Even though when Australia outlawed guns in the 1990s, it pretty much eliminated gun violence in their country. And in countries with strict gun control laws, there's a demonstrable decrease in violent crime across the board and gun violence. Sure, you occasionally have a guy stab his roommate with a katana, but that just shows how stupid this guy is. Because everyone knows that the katana is a slashing weapon. Only an absolute moron stabs somebody with it. Again, 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 I am not advocating taking people's guns away, forbidding people from buying them, the limitations or restrictions on possession or sales, other than simple common sense laws. Because, well, really the reason I don't advocate this is that the genie is out of the bottle, and not even Mega Maid is going to suck that thing back in. Now, commence operation Suck. No, 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 we've got to start a lot smaller and work our way forward with some common sense ideas, like maybe making guns a little harder for every racist nut job to get as a fucking Christmas present. If you buy a gun, and it's used in a crime because you gave it away or had it stolen, you are now, as a minimum, civilly liable for the damages done with that gun. Trust me, if you could be sued because you gave Joe Bob Clyde that 9mm he used to shoot up the Burger King, you might stop to think about how that same Jim Bob Clyde, or Joe Bob Clyde, it's the same person, really, acted before you gave it. You might think about locking the gun up in a safe rather than leaving it on the hood of your truck overnight for some tweaker to steal. And if you knowingly provide a weapon to someone you could reasonably believe might commit a violent act, like, say, your racist nephew who's talking about all the time about, hey, I'm going to kill a bunch of people and start a race war. You should actually face criminal penalties for that. Maybe not murder charges, but some kind of criminal penalty for criminal behavior. And hey, this is just a tip for all of you out there. If your severely autistic kid who spends all of his time playing violent video games and reading anarchist literature on the internet is asking you for an AR-15 for Christmas, maybe... You shouldn't give it to him, because when she shoots up Chuck E. Cheese, what am I talking about? She, it's always going to be a guy. Maybe when he shoots up Chuck E. Cheese, you should bear some of the responsibility. After all, you wouldn't give your alcoholic Uncle Jimmy with 11 DUIs your car keys after he's been drinking all day at Thanksgiving. The same way you shouldn't give your autistic racist kid a Glock. It's common fucking sense. If the NRA were about responsible gun ownership, they would support these or other simple steps to begin to address the problem of guns in America. No one loses their Second Amendment right. No jackbooted thugs break down your, store, your door. No standoffs. No tanks. We just take your money. 
or your pickup truck. Because if you don't have money, which you probably don't, when you do something stupid, like give your gun to some asshole who shoots up a church. Hey, I would like to see criminal penalties for stupidity in this country, but frankly, if we went down that road, it wouldn't be long until two-thirds of the population were actually in prison. And again, let me reiterate, I'm not talking about locking people up or taking their livelihoods away because they did the right thing and it didn't work. Like when your kid figures out the combination to your gun safe is boobies and gets in take, and then takes your 38 to school to show his friends. That's ridiculous. And by the way, boobies is actually the combination of my gun safe, but there's no guns in there, just some nude pictures of Ernest, Ernest Borgnine and some frozen banana guacamole that George Carlin was looking for. Back to the NRA and their constant stupidity after a tragedy. Anyone who really cares about protecting their Second Amendment rights really ought to be working as hard against the NRA as possible. After the douchebags doing the actual killing, these guys are the biggest threat to your gun rights. Eventually, one of them is going to say something so fucking stupid, so truly reprehensible, that America will finally realize the assholes are just evil clowns in three-piece suits who are making money off of the idiot fears of the government. They will finally get it that every single leader in the NRA is a parasite on the body of American politics that feeds on the corpses of every victim murdered by gun violence, a fat, bloated vulture squawking over the bodies of slaughtered children. And I don't know what the words might be that the NRA will say, because if blaming the pastor of a church gunned down by a racist terrorist for his own murder isn't the sort of thing that makes you go, what the fuck? I don't know what they might be, but then hey, what do I know? I'm a liberal. If you are serious about gun rights, start by taking back the discussion from the lunatic fringe. There are reasonable people in this debate. I know them. It's not like this discussion is about abortion. I hear from gun owners all the time who believe common sense laws applied universally are the answer to decreasing the amount of gun violence in America. They are tired of being tarred and feathered for owning a gun every time some chinless neo-Nazi with a bad bowl haircut walks into a building with his mind on murder and murder on his mind. They hate the NRA too, or they should, the way right-thinking liberals hate fucking PETA. And they are the only ones who can talk to the hard right Republicans who think Barack Hussein Obama is about to roll the 10th Mountain Division into Tyler, Texas. That doesn't even make any sense, since the 10th Mountain Division is all the way in New York, and the 3rd Corps is right there in Fort Hood. You guys need to shut down the idiocy, dropping like festering turds from the NRA, before we all wake up and realize that enough is enough, the body count is too high, and we do come for your guns. And trust me, the Army has more guns than you do, and helicopters, and Predator drones, and... F-18s, and all sorts of shit that you guys couldn't even touch in your wet dreams. And, most of all, if you happen to be an NRA spokesman who really believes guns in church, schools, and nursing homes, good lord who thinks guns in nursing homes are a good idea, are the answer to the problem of crime in America. 
I just want you to know that when the zombie uprising finally begins, I will personally come to your house and eat your brains while you're shitting yourself. And I'm sure that it will leave me very hungry because small portions, they just don't satisfy me. That's it for the show this week. I really wish things hadn't gone topsy-turvy because I so wanted to bust on Trump this weekend. Well, I'm sure he'll say something stupid next week, and then the week after that, and the week after that, until eventually he gets tired and goes off to adjust his hairpiece. Our show music tonight, as always, is from the band Hypnostate. You can find their work on gemendo.com. You can find us on iTunes and Stitcher. Leave us a review. Let people know how wrong we are. Follow us on Twitter and Facebook or right here on whatthehellpodcast.com. We close out tonight with Warren Zevon, Lawyers, Guns, and Money, because those are the reason that America exists. Even though Warren didn't think that. It was just a really cool song. And as I close out tonight, I want you to remember that a well-regulated militia being necessary to a free state requires you to go down to the village common and drill with your fellow citizens. You never know, the Redcoats may be coming for you. Bring a pike, because you personally will not be trusted with a musket. See you guys next week. Seltzer Kings Podcasts.